Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Perfect Blend Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kay, formerly known as Kay Day, but I go by Khalif. Welcome to my podcast. I know it's been a minute since I released an episode, but June is here. It's a new month and a new time. And I'm so excited because I have two guests today. I have Miss Sonia Russell and Mr. David Walker of the Mindfulness for the Culture podcast on my show today. So I'm super, super excited. Um, Yeah. Say hi to everyone, (laughs) y'all. What it do? What's up, y'all? What's going on to the Perfect Blend podcast family? We are happy to be here. We are happy to be here, Kelly. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, Mo. Thank you. It's such an honor for y'all to be here. I know it's been, it's been some time. You know, we were just chatting about that before we recorded. Like it's, it's been like a lot of time into this. So finally, the time has aligned, and we are ready to go. Yes. Everything in perfect time. Let's get it. Everything Everything ready. Come on. Let's right do now. it. Okay, y'all. So I'm going to read their bios really quickly just so you all can get a feel of who Sonia and Russell are. Sorry. Well, I apologize. Sonia and David. Apologies for that. Okay. Okay. Yes. So uh, Sonia Russell, CEO, uses her obsession with technology and her passion for mindfulness to organize and harmonize almost every aspect of her life. She has been a black woman her whole life a small business owner for nearly 20 years and an active leader for more than a decade. Sonia's consistent mindfulness practices and frequent productive use of technology help her to effectively manage stress, consciously parent her powerful daughter, and to skillfully and successfully design, build, cultivate, and grow containers where amazing things happen. She received her minister's license from the School of Spiritual Leadership in 2021. So welcome, Sonya. That's my CEO right there. That's my Come on, now. Let's get it. That's kind of a big deal. Right. That was that was. call me Reverend Sonya, but you don't have to. Oh, oh, yes, Reverend Sonia. Apologies. Yes, exactly. Like, I'm just playing. It's totally Oh, I was like, my bad. I didn't know. I was like, I was like, I might cuss a little bit. I was like, they like, Khalif, you would have brought a, a reverend up in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, and then uh, David, David Walker. So David designs, builds, and cultivates successful and productive sales and strategic partnerships to increase awareness, affinity, buy-in, and revenue, all with mindfulness at the core. With over 15 years of experience, David puts the funk and cross-functional training and leadership. Okay, y'all popping. And he uses his intense desire to serve, to intentionally and effectively connect people, places, and ideas. Combining his commitment to his own mindfulness of evolution with his commitment to create lasting change and healing, David is on a sole mission to serve, collaborate, impact, add value, and have fun. So it's such an honor to have y'all here. That's us. To have fun is real. To have fun. Yes. So before we get into uh, the show, can you all tell my audience a little bit about the Mindfulness for the Culture podcast? Just a little bit about what that podcast is about in particular, and then we'll get into the Yes Queen, Yes King Award. Right. So our company, Special Sauce, are the producers of Blackfulness, which is Mm -hmm. a mindfulness app formed by African-Americans designed for stress reduction. And it is scientifically based, it is empirically supported, it is absolutely changing lives. Mm-hmm. And the podcast is really designed for us to um, keep it real. Yeah. Right. 
So before I say anything, I want to say Happy Pride Month. As a as a member of the LGBTQIA community and a co-founder of an organization that's based uh, and focused on my uh, mental health and stress reduction and healing justice, I wanted to just lift up Pride uh, this month and send a shout out uh, to all the community members uh, and just say we see we see each other. Period. We see but each other. Right. So the, 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 the podcast gives us an opportunity to meet people where they are, to, to bring mindfulness in a way where we can let our hair down. And mm-hmm. we can just lead into things, talk about topics in a way, introduce mindful, badass people who are doing great things in the world, who are, you know, who are everyday people. Right. They're doing big things in the world that make, right. that make, that make a mark and make an impact. And we just want to, we want it to feel like you're in your living room chopping it up with your people. We just happen to be right. talking about mindfulness. That's what it's about. That's right. That's fabulous, you know, because that's so necessary and it's so needed. And first of all, thank you for highlighting Pride Month. It is now June 3rd. We three days into the game, you know what I mean? So that's definitely a highlight um, with our intersectional identities of being black as well. You know, and bringing that to this space. So mindfulness for the culture is definitely necessary. You know, you definitely want to have a show where people feel comfortable, where they feel like they can find community, right? Especially in today's times, you know, when people go home, they want to listen to people who are literally going through the same thing that they're going through. So it's very necessary. And people want something real, Mm -hmm. something authentic, Mm -hmm. um, and they want something that they can see themselves and experience conversations that they can see themselves in like right. we, just want to, we want to be seen and we want to see ourselves in the experiences that we that, that you know that we are attached to so mindfulness for the culture is like how can we create an, a space a container like some creates containers for really um, containers for, for good things, to, things happen. to happen yeah that's what that's what that's what mindfulness for the culture is like it's just a container for us to get in there and add our and our special sauce. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. So let's jump into the next segment of the show. This is the Yes Queen, Yes King Award, uh, Yes King Award <laughs> uh, for the Perfect Blend podcast here. And um, I'll go ahead and get us started. My Yes Queen Award for this week goes to Gabrielle Union. Um, I watched oh, a wonderful interview that she did with um, a YouTube channel called Idea Generation. Um, and this is the interview that went viral recently, where, where she discussed how her and Dwayne Wade go 50-50 in the relationship, and people were, like, kind of upset with her, like, you know what I mean? So I don't know if y'all saw that viral moment. I but haven't, we, but I will. Uh, yes, but yeah, I will. but everyone was, like, upset because she admitted. She was like, yeah, like, we go 50-50, like, you know, and she was just saying how, even to this day, she still worries about money because... She has a lot of she has a lot of family members to take care of, right? So she was just like, you know, I have my own set of households that I have to take care of because we have a lot of elders and children in our family, right? And so does Dwayne Wade. So she was like, that's why he and I agree to go fifty fifty. But um, and they're both millionaires, you know. So everyone was like, right. gagged, like, what you mean go fifty fifty, girl? Y'all rich, and he he more rich than you, you know. But um, I give her a Yes Queen Award because that interview was so authentic. Um, she just really talked about her career and a lot of the hardships that she went through and how, honestly, she was kind of in a very dark space for, like, a majority of her career. Like, just for, like, the past, like, 20 years or so, she was just kind of, like, in this very, like, survivor space where she didn't really allow herself to be, like, happy with where she was. You know, and she just kept kind of like chasing success. But she was just saying how now she's like more censored, more happy. 
Um, she has like equitable businesses now. She, I think she did like a children's book recently. So it was a great interview. So I give Gabrielle. I love, it. I love, it. I love her. Everything love her. in there sounds, sounds like Gabrielle Newton is leaning into some mindfulness because one of the things that we like to, to lift up is that we ain't going to be out here striving. Like striving is a low vibration energy. And it right. keeps mm-hmm. us from really landing into our magnificent potential. So Gabrielle Union, I see you on the mm-hmm. non-striving. That's right. And, and the demonstration of how your life is, of how her life is impacted mm-hmm. and expanded because it seems like she's released that energy of striving, which is beautiful. Sure enough. Sure enough. Yeah. Good for her. And, and also, too. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I'm sorry? I was going to say, I'll have to check it out because oh, I love yeah. her. And, and yeah. yes, queen, all the way, yes. all the way. And also yes. she supports Zaya Wade and um, I actually met yes. Zaya and Dwayne Wade recently. I didn't get no pictures, but I met them recently and it was such an honor. I met them in late April and they were amazing. So shout out to Dwayne and Zaya Wade. And yes. yeah, so who, who are your um, yes, queen or yes, king awards going to this week? So my yes, queen award. Power. Our we Yes were, Queen Award, we did our co-signing on this one, is going to Pam Grimm. Mm. Now, Pam is the producer of our podcast, Mindfulness for the Culture. Mm-hmm. And can I, can I just say <laughs> that Pam keeps us so together. First of all, she ain't playing with us. Like, she is like, I'm going to need y'all <laughs> to do this and this and this for us to be successful. I'm going to need y'all to keep it on track. But she also loves us. Mm-hmm. right? Like, she is for us. Mm-hmm. And it's so amazing to have people on your team that really want to see you win because they know that that means they're winning too yeah. right and so and her support has always been bar none um mm-hmm. has always been um beyond expectations like she always shows up beyond expectations pam is a swiss army knife show enough like whatever <laughs> is whatever whatever is needed she's gonna yeah. because she loves us and because she believes in the mission of what we're doing with black mm-hmm. and special sauce mm-hmm. her answer is always yes yeah and if she doesn't know how to conceptually do a thing she will figure it out so sure. that mm-hmm. type of energy that type of commitment that type of love because that enables sony and me to focus on our gifts and the things right. that we are able to bring and want to right. bring where we can know that with the podcast we can release it totally to pam mm-hmm. g and know that it's going to be operating in excellence because right. that is that is the standard that we land in and she carries mm-hmm. that vibration so strongly not just with mm-hmm. blackness but in other spaces that we know pam g in it's the right. very same consistency her authentic self is one who just creates the space for people to be great and for people to land in their talents and their gifts and she's a great exalter yeah and i appreciate her for that yeah she is black excellence all the way 100 wonderful shout thank out thank you pam g Yes. Today on the Perfect Blend podcast. And also, too, Pam, thank you for always communicating with me and just us being so clear with everything. So we lift you up, sister, today on the show. Yes. 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 And uh, also, thank Pam for being patient, okay? Because I got super busy this week. Oh, let's I got so busy. She was super patient. Yeah, no, she she definitely um, held us down. Okay, so let's get into the questions now. Um, so, um, who and who and how are you? Where are you from? How has your podcasting journey been? So let's start with the first question. Who and how are you? So let's give like a quick. Who and how are you? And it's very intentional when I wrote it that way. Right. Right. Um. 
that's so interesting. I had all kind of answers prepared, and now it doesn't feel as authentic. So I can say right now, um, I am, frankly, a tired mama. That really mm. is what I am. That is who and how I am right now. I'm, my daughter has a full life. I have a full life. We are in the transition from getting out of school and moving into summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it means a lot. It means a huge amount of opportunities to practice what I teach, right? Huge mm-hmm. amount of opportunities to remember to breathe, uh, to not take things personally, to make sure I got my meditation practice on point in the mornings, right? like all of that. Because in addition to my job and my leadership roles and my mommy roles, I'm also the damn driver and the damn social secretary. Right. <laughs> so it's a whole right. level of interaction. You have like 15 cash. minutes on. <laughs> All the time. All the time. At any given moment. At any given moment. Um, <laughs> and so that's how I'm feeling, like just in this moment, authentically like, oh, yeah, I'm a tired mama. I'm grateful to be here. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Those things exist all at the same time. And how Ooh. are you? How are you? Ooh. Um, in general, for real, I am good. Like I have mm-hmm. the tired is real um, mm-hmm. and the capacity meter is high presently. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause running two busineses and being the aforementioned momming is a lot. Um, but life is good. Like I feel blessed. Um, yeah. And it's a beautiful day. Well, thank you so much yes. for being here and sharing your time and space with me. I appreciate you yes. so much. <laughs> and uh, David, um, and who and how are you? Hmm. Uh, I am a king, I'm mm-hmm. a black man, and I love being a black man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a member, you know, like I said, I'm a, I'm a same gender loving black man, you know, that intersectionality. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately just living life beyond any boxes. I say mm-hmm. all those things about who I am in this moment, but I try to live, I endeavor to live this life uh, right. as one who does not entertain boxes at all because I'm so much more than a box or so much more than what you can visibly see Um, and so as we stand in June which for me represents a lot of things right it's definitely pride but this is also Juneteenth and so this is this is the month that we celebrate Juneteenth and so I lift up just how how I am right now is literally liberated and I feel free Right. I feel liberated and I feel free to be my most authentic self. And as I lean into being my most authentic self, that really supports me in knocking down, not even knocking down because there's no fight. It helps me uh, to just move through anything that could be a box. Mm. right? Um, because I know that the entity that I am is so mm-hmm. much bigger than what people can see um, or any kind of category uh, or box that somebody could have me check off. So I feel you, good, and my mindfulness practices help me stay there, being grounded in the truth of who I am through my prayer, through meditation, through mm-hmm. breathing, through declarations, through affirmations, through community, mm-hmm. right? Being in community Wonderful. with folk who can be a mirror back to me to remind me that I'm dope, that I'm a king, that I'm, right. that I'm, that I'm a black man uh, who is doing really amazing things in the world, and mm-hmm. I love who I am and how I am. So that's 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 where I'm at. Self acceptance and free and liberated and unbound. And feeling good. That's what I'm talking about. And feeling good. Right. Love that. Well, I'm gonna give both of y'all the yes, queenie. 
I'm gonna give both of y'all a yes queen and yes king award. Y'all deserve it. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Let's see y'all get it. And Pam too. Pam get a second one. Okay, Pam get a second one. Yes. yes. <laughs> Received in gratitude. That's right. Right. <laughs> no, because we 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 have to figure out how to constantly self-regulate on a daily basis of life. You have to juggle so much. You're working, your parents, you probably trying to figure your life out, trying to figure out your money. All of that, and it could it could be a lot. So, with that being said, how has your podcasting journey been so far? Mm-hmm. And how, like, tell us more. Like, when did you start, and how has that journey been? How, how many years? Things of nature. You know, we're we're for all intents and purposes, we're still pretty new to the podcasting journey, and I right. say that because uh, we did start in twenty twenty when we started our company, so it's been a couple of years. Right. Um, but we sort of have kind of had to come and go in terms of. Um, capacity really to get anything done right so it's it's you know just us doing all the stuff mm-hmm. um, and so we haven't been as active on doing the podcast lately frankly being here with you has helped us some. remind ourselves exactly to kind of get going again yeah. um, and so we're excited about that yeah, yeah I think it's been great though it's, it's been great the other, there's always an opportunity to I think Sonia and I both are avid learners and we love to learn and so right. this entire process has created the opportunity I know for us to lean into one of the principles that we lift up which is keeping a beginner's mind mm-hmm. to know that we don't know all that there is and to be open to what that journey can look like right. I also know that and I'm sure this is familiar to you as well I believe it, this podcast is a reflection of who and how we're being and so it gives us an opportunity to do something that Sonny just said earlier which was to live what we're talking about there's right. no way we're going to be able to get up on mic and share anything if we are not actively living it because people can smell bullshit from a mile away. Right. And so, and so the podcast is almost like that. It, it, it's a, it, it helps hold us accountable. One of the, mm. one of the main things that holds us accountable to really being not only practitioners of mindfulness and mental health and stress reduction and healing justice, but to be right. living that where we're not on mic. So that mm-hmm. when you do get on mic, people feel the authenticity uh, right. what we're bringing because that's what really matters that's right exactly so okay so basically um you all have like had a few i don't want to say ups and downs but you have had a few breaks in your podcasting journey you know due to life and like capacity and things of that nature but but oh, also you have found this important to remain authentic it's important to remain true in the work yes. that you do and also remain self-aware and present yeah. Correct. And, that's a, and just for a point of clarification, this, mm-hmm. we paused the podcast with intention. Exactly. Because right. authentically, authentically, we knew we didn't have the bandwidth to really right. offer it, to offer the excellence that we stand in because right. there were other things that were a priority for us as we build this business uh, and mm-hmm. all the other things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like life always does, it brings uh, it brings resources that remind us. And Khalif, you are a resource right now to remind us of what it is to really of, of the power of podcast mm-hmm. right? and how it can be used as a enhancer of any message uh, or messages that we would like to get across uh, to an audience that we love very much. Perfect, perfect. 
Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for giving me a nod because, you know, I feel like even for me doing this podcast journey, this is my second podcast, actually. My first one, I had it with a friend back in 2016. We did like six or seven episodes on SoundCloud. It was a mess. But, you know, every... (laughs) But you got to start somewhere. But it was training wheels, right? It wasn't completely a mess, and and we we parted ways due to creative differences, right? But it was still it was still a stepping stone for me, you know, because she wanted a podcast that was more religious based or like theology, like religion conversations. That's not like my strength at all. I'm not, you know what I mean. So I was like, baby girl, I want to sit up here and have fun, okay? (laughs) But also still educate, still educate, and still be real, which is what I do do. You know, I still speak to world issues. I still speak to social issues, black issues, LGBTQ stuff, relationship stuff. So you know, I kind of give you all of it. That's why it's called the perfect blend. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's it's definitely um, been tough, and there have been times where I intentionally walked away from my podcast for a little bit because I was like, "Honey, I just I, if I ain't got it, I ain't got it." You know what I mean? So let me let me tap into self and self regulate and come back when when I'm ready. You get what I'm saying? So I've also oh, yeah. practiced that a few times as well, willingly and unwillingly sometimes. <laughs> Full transparency, so I can relate. Perfect. That's called, that's called self-care, too. Doing what you know is yours to do and not doing what's not yours to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, next question. What inspired you all to create the Blackfulness app? Because I did download the app, and um, I thought Thank it was you. very helpful. I did download the app. I created an account. Yes, I have it on my phone. Beautiful. Oh, yes. I, love <laughs> I have it on my phone right here. Blackfulness. Okay. It's Yay! Let's go. Let's Share the app right here. Oh, oh, hold on. It's it's deleted. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I have the app and stuff like that. I did create an yes. account. Create an account. Um, so yeah. Um, what inspired you all to start the Blackfulness app? And I know you kind of touched on it earlier with the mindfulness. Right, pop. right, right. So um the app itself actually was created by out of a grant um from the National Institutes for Health and mm-hmm. in conjunction with Dr. Natalie Watson Singleton, who is an associate professor professor of psychology at Spelman. And so they came together, yes, yes, um, and created this app uh, and took it through randomized controlled trials with this company, an educational media company called Trifoya. Um, And then they were looking for somebody to bring into the world. And so David and I came together uh, to, to bring into the world. Mindfulness is something that both of us have used to really transform our lives in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw sort of the potential for what this could be in terms of representation, in terms of making sure that right. we brought kind of a culturally relevant lens to it, right. um, that we made it for us, right? So, Because so often they're doing all this amazing work around mindfulness and about how it changes your life and how it reduces mm-hmm. stress, but ain't nobody talking to Black people and right. so we're like, what, like, we need the, we need it the most. What y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Like, and so bring it into our communities in a way that we can see ourselves and we can actually get the maximum benefit. And there is 100%. Oh, sorry. Oh, and I just want to say what I like about your app is the marketing. And I, and I know we chatted and you all said you wanted to like revamp and stuff, but I like the marketing of it. I like how there's like exercises and like mantras and all types of things in the app. But even the language in the app is very specific. It's very clear cut. You know, so I when I was like navigating the app, I was like, oh, this is really cute. Like, it's very straightforward. <laughs> it's very simple. It's not an overly complicated app, but it has a lot of resources and a lot of resources 
using a lot of uh, meat in the app as well. So it's not just like some run of the mill app. It's very it's a very intentional app. We're gonna have, sure have to use that sound bite because right. that's because that's real what you do what you what you just blessed us with and gave us in terms of your feedback. Yeah. Um, the the other thing though, Khalif, is that one hundred percent we are interested in the lifestyle choices of our people in terms of stress reduction and kind of how what that looks like. Mm-hmm. The the larger piece also is a point that Sonia mentioned. There's a huge social justice component to what we're doing around mm-hmm. accessibility and mm-hmm. equity. Uh, ensuring that our people have access to the benefits of mindfulness in a way that we can see ourselves in the experience. Mm -hmm. Because the research that we did, uh, or that was done on the app, shows that when black folks see themselves in an experience, they're more likely to, we are more likely to engage when we see Mm -hmm. ourselves. Exactly. Years and years of oppression have created so much stress Mm -hmm. that flows in our DNA, um, Mm -hmm. in our consciousness. And if we know that there is a way to liberate and, and, and free our people from the impacts of stress on our minds, our bodies, our spirits, and our souls, Sonia and I are saying yes to that because we love our people at the core. Bottom line, not and all people are our people, and we know that black people living in the United States who have had the transatlantic experience right. have a very di- we have a very different type of love there because we want to make sure that we are creating a container That's for right. beautiful, magical, healing things to happen because I know that black people are dope as shit and mm-hmm. we're operating at at 25% of our potential mm-hmm. and we could create a space for black folk to land in 100% of our potential right you know what imagine right. black futurism imagine what that could be like mm-hmm. and so we're looking at black futurism how can we arm equip our people with tools and techniques that are easy to your point accessible that are fun that they see themselves mm-hmm. in to just be the just to be the badasses that we were put on this planet to be period thank you thank you so much y'all y'all killing these questions this is <laughs> awesome. we y'all love what me. we do <laughs> so we like to hear so ourselves what, talk too <laughs> right right so, so what areas of your life uh, such as work love dating friendships family and so forth has mindfulness been most impactful for you and we'll start with let's start with David this time. Is that okay? Let's start with David. I'm this gonna time. be real. I'm gonna yeah. be real quick because I know I just talked a lot last time. The simple answer is all of them. A L L U H E M. All of them. Because every last one of them all are of them. all of them. All of them. Okay. Because all of them are connected. And right. so when I when I land in mindfulness, it's almost like a trickle down effect. Every every when I when I am clear and when I am present, mm-hmm. everything else falls into place how I engage with people in relationship, how I show up uh, around creative intelligence in my professional life, uh, how I look at my health and my physical body, how I look mm-hmm. at my, you know, how I just, it just, it just, it gauges everything. So it touches every part of my life. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Sonia, go ahead. Well, I was going to say all of them too. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go spell the same word? Uh, yeah. A-L-L apostrophe... Um, you am <laughs> probably all of them, uh, but really, I would say probably the most impactful really is parenthood. Quite frankly, mm. like I, I feel very clear because um, I have a powerful child, and mm. needing to um, the best qualities of a human being are the hardest ones to parent. Wow. 
So Oof. when you got somebody who is confident and who Oof. is sure of herself and mm. who knows her voice matters and don't care nothing about. Got that Yes, all of that. Like that helps me yeah. be really, you know, really very sort of grounded um, mm. and able to really allow her to be her powerful self mm-hmm. um, and also make sure that she's teachable, right? So that she can um, learn, you know, because I am still her mama. She can't just be talking to me in a kind of crazy way. But <laughs> sometimes there's a lot of... <laughs> you, said, you said, no, you're playing. You're like, we cool, right, but... Exactly. Like, there are still boundaries. Let's not get that right. twisted. Never forget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there is something in, in me that allows space for her to still be able to express herself um, right. and sort of nurture her instead of trying to domesticate her, mm-hmm. nurture her in a way that allows her to express herself in a way that is respectful um, and to do that creatively. And, and also she feels safe with you as well to express yes. herself to you as her mother. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. No, because just a side note, I do have moms who listen to my podcast, and there are times because I ain't got no kids. I just have a kitten, so <laughs> that's my child. <laughs> yes, I have a furry baby. I have to put her in her carrier because she be doing too much sometimes. But <laughs> but I do I do have moms who listen to my show, and sometimes I feel like I can't like I don't have kids, so I can't relate. You know what I mean? So. I feel like that's like a hole that I just, I can't relate to. I'm not a parent. You know what I mean? So thank you for sharing that gem because I've, a few of my listeners will really appreciate what you just said. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Thank you so much. All right. So our next question, I don't know if we're running close on time. We got like 20 more minutes or so. Um, how are you vigilant about your peace? And we can start with Sonya. You know, I have a really strong no. <laughs> like I just, I'm not, I, no. And no is a complete sentence, and there's a period after it. Like, there is just... So there's not a lot of... So it feels it feels a little easier for me to be like, that's I'm not doing that, because um, I don't want to and I don't have to. And this is what I'm doing instead, um, I think is a big way. Boundaries. I mean, it's really about boundaries. Like, I protect my peace with having clear boundaries. Um, and in that carving out time for myself, Mm. like every day, like I'm an early riser so that I can have Mm. my quiet, don't talk to me, don't bother me time Mm. that is just for me and God and who else I ever Mm. want to be with. Mm. Yeah. I love that you said that. Sonia, for you being a, a black woman and being a mother and those intersecting identities as well, how long were you, were you always a woman who was able to say no? Or did, did it take you some lived experiences of kind of feeling yeah. like pressures to say yes all the time? You get me? Like, how long did it take you to get right. to that place of like, it's an absolute no, I don't give a fuck what you say, because this is my right. peace. Like how? Yeah, motherhood brought that. Motherhood brought that for real, because I was mm-hmm. a hot mess. Like, I was mm-hmm. in all the... We're not even going to talk about that. Because actually, I know we laughed about it earlier, but I am actually a minister, uh, Colleen. Oh, so oh, we can't cuss. I'm sorry. You can totally cuss. Uh, okay. uh, I'll be with her every day. Why don't you hush? I'm sorry. And I cuss. I also say I cuss. I like, I like, you know, I love God, but I cuss a little. Um, we all do. Come on. I love so, God. Right. Exactly. But there's, but, but I would say that my daughter and and ministry brought a whole thing to me mm-hmm. um, and not ministry as sort of a construct but the work it take the work it took to get 
to my minister's license is the work of sort of excavating all those loose, loosey-goosey boundaries, all those mm. ways I didn't show up for myself, all those ways I put myself in harm's way, mm. all those ways I said yes when I should have said no, all of those things when I had my daughter became really clear. Like, like, mm. like, they, like they became hell no's. Oh. Like really, right. really clear. And, and I, because I need to be able to model a certain behavior. And I'm sure not gonna model giving away my power. Oh. I'm not modeling yes when I mean no. I'm I'm so there was a lot in that for me. So I would say motherhood is what really got me together. Wonderful. When you last question for you, when you started saying no to people in your personal life, how did that change? Like people who kind of um, expect you to say yes all the time in your personal life, like other people, like oh, they just fell away. I mean, at the end of the day, if they were only there because of my like, yes, they, left, girl. they were gone. Like mm-hmm. all right, like and I don't. <laughs> it was like bye. Like, I don't, I, yeah. So I think that what was really key is that the people who stayed are the people who, who already had good boundaries with me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They weren't, but it was the people who needed to fall away. The people who I didn't really need in my life, who were contributing to my hot, my hot ass messness. Mm -hmm. Those people all fell away. Um, Yeah. With a good, strong no. Thank you for sharing. Because then I was about building the life I wanted. Right. And prioritizing yourself to get get the life that you wanted and needed. Exactly so. Thank you. Yeah. David, what are your thoughts? Um, how are you vigilant about your peace? Man, so everything, everything that Sonia said, everything. Um, peace is, in this moment, my most important value. Mm-hmm. Uh, because for me, peace is equivalent to experiencing bliss in heaven on earth. When my peace is maintained, I can, I'm flowing. Mm-hmm. And so the way that I do that, in addition to all the ways that Sonia mentioned, was, and it's interesting because when I attended Sonia's uh, uh, graduation from ministerial school, one of the uh, commencement speakers put it in a way that just made so much sense to me and, and really simplified it. She was get, This person was giving advice to the ministers, and they said, in relation to the congregation and being in the role of minister, be aware but unattached. Hmm. And something about being unattached, being present to what's happening, what's going on, mm-hmm. but not allowing myself to be attached to it anyway, it really helps me be vigilant around maintaining my peace. Whether that is attachment to what death is, attachment to status, attachment mm-hmm. to um, you know my own ego, attachment mm-hmm. to anything. Because I can, because that helps me be one of my most favorite words, unbothered. So, so you're Just saying, unbothered. so, so far, David, sorry to interrupt you. You're saying that practicing detachment has contributed to your, to your vigilance of peace in your life. Like learning how to master a house to figure out, okay, like I can't be attached to this. I got to like loosen up on this. Am I, am I understanding correctly? 100%. Because what it helps me do is not assign value to a thing. At right. a certain point, it, think it becomes information. I'm aware, and I see these things. It's information that helps me decide how I'm going to be. Right? It helps mm-hmm. me with my decision-making to be able to assign, to not assign value, to say, okay, here's this thing that I'm conscious of, that I can see, that I can feel, that I can use all my senses around. And mm-hmm. once I've gathered that information, I can choose how I want to be. And how I want to, if I want to experience peace, 
mm-hmm. I have to be peace. And if I'm going to be peace, that doesn't mean I just show up and just snap my fingers and say, ooh, peace. No, what it means is I make behavior choices and decisions mm. that usher more peace into my experience, right? And so mm-hmm. being unattached helps me just show up in an in a energetic of I'm choosing. I'm not forced right. to be here. I don't feel obliged to be here. I don't, right. I am showing up because I want to. And every, that no, and yes, the boundary. I, right. I'm unattached and I can show up in the energy of, hey, I want to be here. And so everybody wins. But if I'm coming in attached to some shit, and I don't want to do it, I want to be, uh-uh. Just my piece is I see it, I recognize it, I don't assign no value to it over here, and mm-hmm. just make sure that, you know, I can be with what that is in that space. So, yeah, being unattached, for real. Thank you. It helps your relationship. Right. Like, not that I'm uh, callous and don't care. That's different. Right. It is I see it. And if it's something that I care about, I can send some prayer over it and keep it moving. <laughs> I don't right. have to be involved in whatever's happening or going on. That helps me stay in my mm-hmm. My grandma used to say, if I spend half the year minding my own business and the second half of the year staying out of other people's business, then life can be beautiful. And that's the model that I, that I live by. <laughs> I love that. You know, as, as I hear both of y'all responses to that question, it makes me think about how I how I maintain peace and and I'm I'm honestly still practicing that right now and and what I've been practicing lately is not feeling guilty for mm-hmm. not having the capacity and for saying no and for having boundaries because what I realized is that sometimes people are so used to me being available right and I have to get to the point with myself of like okay I'm always available But, you know, maybe it comes from a place of me not having family, right? So my friends are always so used to me being ready for the phone. Like, oh, you you got a vent, girl, I'm here for you 24-7. And I had to get to the place where I was like, you know what, that's not healthy. And not only that, I've had friends who are probably no longer my friends now, by the way. But, (laughs) or no, no longer my friends now in real life, by the way. But I had to learn and I had to kind of study how whenever they were at capacity, they would say no. And they wouldn't feel bad about it. Right. right. So, so now what I do in all of my relationships now is I'm like, no, I'm not going to feel bad if I don't fucking feel. I don't feel like a girl. I don't have time. I'm tired. A bitch tired. Okay. You know. Right. Or or if or if I can't be there, I just can't be there right now. You have to right. have the tools to self regulate. You get what I'm saying? Because what I've learned is that there are times in life where you're you're going to be alone. You know what I'm saying? There are going to be times where you're kind of going through something and it's like, I'm going to be by myself. I, no one's going to pick up the phone. I got to handle this on my own. I got to face myself. You know what I mean? So after me going through that a few times, it allowed me to get into this lane of like, don't feel guilty. Like when we all go home, we, we all got to self-regulate and get ourselves together. So yes, if, if I don't have capacity or if I can't be at this event, uh, Miss Darks just can't be there. You know? <laughs> That's right. You better come on. You better teach the people come today, Cliff. Come on. Oh, right. Shoot, that ain't nothing but a word. Come on. So our next question. Our next question right. is how has music impacted your life? Let's make this one super brief as we're running short on time and I do want to play the game with y'all. So <laughs> So music is all over everything. Like we are all about music is a mindfulness practice. Yep. Like especially for black folks. We have used music <sighs> through the ages, you know, yeah. for communication, for, mm-hmm. you know, celebration. Um, yeah, music is music is business. Empowerment playlist, uh, that yeah. encourage our minds and our spirits, movement, 
Uh, I think music is like it's, that's my that's my primary language. That's right. mm. Movement and music; those are my primary languages. If one of our friends has a shirt that says "Music is my love language," mm. and I love, oh. I'm like, yes. Do they yes. sell the shirts online? Yes. I'm gonna go buy one. <laughs> I will find out and let you know. Yeah. Right. Email, email me. Email me. I'm like, email yes. me. Yes. Perfect. Um, for me, music is healing. I, I feel yes. like music is a form of therapy, to be honest with you. Because with yes. music, 100%. you can find any song or any genre that, that contributes to a certain mood or like aspect of life in all areas. It's, it's sort of like the music is like the unspoken language as well, I think. Because it's there, but I feel like sometimes we don't realize how impactful music is. It's very impactful. Right, exactly. Very impactful. Exactly, I feel that. Awesome. Last question. Um, What are some last words or takeaways for the listeners? Um, And also, what's a go-to mantra of yours that keeps you going? So that's two questions in one, sorry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's okay. Um, A takeaway. Uh, Be diligent about your peace. Be mm. diligent about like like put yourself first, mm-hmm. and because once you are living your best life, you have the best opportunity to support other people, and mm-hmm. we do that or I do that by really crafting a mindfulness practice that supports me in doing that. Right. And I would say on the on the tail end of that, that all of us, all of us, are worthy. Mm-hmm. We are worthy and deserving of living our highest and best lives and really landing and standing in our magnificent potential regardless of socioeconomic standing regardless of what we know what we don't know inherently we are worthy of goodness period beautiful so what's your go to mantra that keeps you going um, like, what, oh, I have so many. You know, affirmations are like affirmations are our jam, yeah. Kelly. Like, there's just like the li- as soon as you said that, I was like, oh my god, there's like twenty five of them just popped up. What's your top in three? For both y'all, what's your um, top three? Top three mantras. Um, my every act produces abundance. Mm. Um, not today, Satan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Because not whatever the Satan is, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Whatever obstacle is what Satan is for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not trip. Mm. I love that. That is beautiful. What about you, David? Um, one of them would be the flower that is disconnected from its root dies. Okay. And what that, help, that helps me remember to stay connected to my community, to my family. Uh, to my ancestry. Um, another nice. one is um, I, I'm really for some reason ancestor stuff is coming up. I am dancing on the feet of my ancestors, knowing that I, I'm standing on a lot of shoulders. There are people who came before me. Mm-hmm. I don't get to have excuses about <laughs> filling the blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next one would be love is patient and love is kind. Beautiful. Thank you. My top three are So Thine Own Self Be True. That's my first one. My second one is um, from the Bible, Have the Faith of a Mustard Seed. That's in one of the verses. I forgot. I'm sorry, y'all. But (laughs) having the faith of a mustard seed. That's all you need. Right. Having the faith of the mustard seed is like such a pivotal um, mantra for me. Like, although it's a verse, you get what I'm saying? Because you just need like that 
that little ounce of faith sometimes to, to, um, to get you through. You know, so that yeah. that helps me. Yeah. And then also my last one is kind of slipping my mind. Oh my god! Oh my god! Hold on, it was there. Give my seed. And what else? I forgot, y'all. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that, tra- that, tra- that train of thought left without me. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh my god. I totally. Maybe okay. I- I'll give a word. Resilience. Yep. Yes. Oh wait. Now it came back. Good morning, gorgeous, from Mary J. Blige. Hey, okay. that's, right. that's a mantra. <laughs> Good morning, gorgeous. Let's go. Good morning, gorgeous. Like I be having to really tell myself that sometimes, and I think it's something that when when her album came out, like I, that was such a good era for her. I don't know, and I feel like a lot of people slept on that era for Mary, but I'm like mm-hmm. that era was very it was a very healing album. So yeah. shout out to Mary J. Blige. All right, now we're gonna get into the this or that game as we wrap up the show. Okay. And how are y'all feeling so far? How does y'all feel? Oh, this has been good. I love talking to you. Can we do it again? Right. <laughs> oh, has right. it been fun? Have I been doing a good job? Yeah, yeah you've been doing an amazing fantastic. job. Beautiful. Fantastic. We're going to have to have you on Mindfulness for the Culture. That's right. We got you. Matt. Got you. Exactly. Call me. Look, I'm always you know, look. You. I can't watch my cell phone number. Y'all call me. Let's, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Say less. That's right. Thank That's you. Right. No. And once again, before we get into the game, thank y'all for being here and giving me your time and space today. It's so um, this or that game, okay? So um, once again, this or that is basically you just choose whichever one you like to show more about your personality. Kind of tell me why you chose it. Okay, cool? All right. So yeah. first, um, Air Forces or Jordans? Mm. Air Forces for me. I'm not about to spend all that money on those. I've never paid... Uh, the money for Jordans, I'm not doing it. Air Force Ones, it just feel real. That was a whole era. Where Air Force mm. I'm gonna say neither. Can I do that? Can I say yeah? Neither? You because you I'm neither. Because <laughs> <laughs> you like I don't wear that type of stuff. We fast. <laughs> no, neither. And I lived in St. Louis for a while, so when I think about Air Force Ones. I think about um. Uh, I think about fighting when I think about Air Force Ones. <laughs> good, good traction. Hilarious. Good traction. Good Hilarious. traction. We'll People be fighting in them shoes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, Air, Air Force One. Okay. What shoe would you choose, Sonia? Um, girl, I'm a hippie at heart. So okay. I, I, need, I need Birkenstock. Birkenstock. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, and the rapper is ah. Nelly. Nelly. Oh, you're my Air Force Ones. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, perfect. Isley Brothers or New Edition? Oh. Isley Brothers or so, New, New Edition? Edition? New Edition was my first ever concert. My first, ooh, I'm dating myself, but New Edition was my first concert. I was 12. Um, Girl, you look so young. I'm like, y'all look young. Oh, I know. I'm fly. Um, <laughs> but in terms of like you know being grown, Isley Brothers. Bro, I'm like an 85 year old man stuck inside he a 40 year old man's body. <laughs> so I'm gonna say Isley Brothers without even without not even having to think about it because that's classic, that's classic. traditional, and it's just it's timeless. Like this yeah. stuff is timeless, and I just don't happen to have two parents who played the Isley Brothers mm-hmm. all the time. And they are such a staple of black music. It's oh, soul. Sure. Like, Izzy Brothers, like, soul has been around, but they are just a staple in soul music, like a, like our music for yes. African Americans. Yeah. Sure. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I appreciated how the Isley Brothers were pushing the limits and going to the edge on their attire, the clothes that they would wear. Mm, 
like, back then. They really, they really were break. They really were landing in like metrosexual before metrosexual uh-huh. was a real thing. Like uh-huh. they were like they were there. Like clothes were clothes. And I appreciate that about them as well. Thank you for sharing. Okay, therapy in person or virtual therapy? Oh, in person, in person, all day. I mean, really? In a pinch, in a pinch, some virtual. But no, there's so much energy in person, right? Mm. I love therapy, but so there's good, you know, that energy in person is important. Mm-hmm. That's it. I agree with y'all in person. I'm gonna choose that one too. I'm okay. <laughs> okay, Angela Bassett or Viola Davis? Oh. <laughs> what? God, I was you do that? that. <laughs> Yo. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna in the sake. I'm gonna go ahead and say it a second time. I'm gonna go ahead and hit it uh, with Angela Bassett, and I'm gonna say Angela Bassett one because uh, one of my favorite movies. I shook the table with that one. Y'all was gagged. <laughs> but listen, was, how dare you? Was just in, in the spirit of honoring uh, the late Tina Turner. And the way that Angela Bassett really leaned into what's love gonna do with it in like mm-hmm. the most epic way, I'm gonna mm-hmm. say Angela Bassett. But it literally, yo, like that's that's a horrible question for you to really put people through. I know it real. seems disrespectful. <laughs> it's hella disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> and I think both I'm gonna say Viola queen. just because both beautiful queens, yeah. both beautiful queens. I'm gonna say Viola just because he said Angela. Because okay. who who can choose? Right. Um, Viola Davis. My my favorite part of Viola right now, besides the fact that she just oh, you see that white that white outfit with the feathers and the umbrella for the photo shoot? Maybe she they can. Yes. Oh my god. She looks. Um, she find the shit. But she, she looks regal. She, regal. Yes, she's been leaning into that. Stop comparing me to all of these famous white actresses and pay me like them. Like stop comparing me to them. And exactly, <laughs> give me the opportunity that they have and pay me like you pay them. And the then, and then compare me. Yes, mm. absolutely. I she, love her. She said, run the bag. Uh, run it. Run me that. And the way she went off and Woman King, though. And yeah, oh, she went yeah. off. And that was good. Okay, She's so regal. Okay. I'm going to choose Angela. I love Viola. I love me some Viola. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to choose Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett just has, both of them are outstanding. But Angela, it's just, oh, oh my God. I, oh. Angela Bassett is just like, both of them have it. Both of them have that in them. It's like a certain level of like re- regalness. So they're like like yeah. queens to me. Like their energy yeah. is, is just like so boss, like so like accomplished, so comfortable. They're very comfortable and very yes, sensitive. Yes, and who they are, um, yes. Very stern and assertive woman, but still woman and still feminine, which Ooh, is I what I that. like. Yeah, like they're they're just still very I, they're they're dope. I'm gonna do a shout out to Kiki Palmer real quick for her impersonation <laughs> of uh, Angela Bassett. Just real quick, just throw that out there because she me out every time. Every time she's a quibble lip, I don't know what I can't take it. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> okay, perfect. Scandal or how to get away with murder? And then after this, we have two more. We'll, we'll be done. Um, scandal or how to get I away? I was a with scandal murder. girl. I was I was thinking about scandal the other day. I, I'm neither for David. <laughs> I didn't watch neither one of them. He didn't watch neither of them, but I was a scandal girl myself. I I also watched How to Get Away with Murder, but I felt scared. There was something about Carrie about Olivia Pope. My dog is named Olivia Pope, by the way. Um, <laughs> that just was something that was I don't yeah. Mm. I, 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 there's just something about scandal that was that was it that was all the things for me. 
I can do better in supporting our black actresses, but I just that just was some stuff I was that's not not a TV person. Perfect. Uh, not yeah. that kind of TV. Next one, Queen Latifah or Missy Elliott? Oh, not the one. Please, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I'm gonna pick Queen Latifah because. Oh. You mm-hmm. in there first. <laughs> because I'm gonna pick Queen Latifah because I've decided one day I'm gonna get famous and she's gonna play me in the movie. Okay. Oh, fabulous! Because yeah. <laughs> that's a, another rude question. Oh, really rude. <laughs> I gotta no, shake it up. We gotta make it fun. Yeah, we gotta make it fun. Oh, God, late. So I'm gonna choose Missy Elliott because it's but it's for the same reason. <laughs> Just because you chose the queen. I'm going to show to uh, Missy. I really appreciate. I think Missy Elliott is the personification of creative intelligence. Her brilliance mm-hmm. is freaking everything. She's a, genius. She's, she's a genius. She's a genius, right? Mm-hmm. She's a genius that shows up in the package of genius that we don't always see. And I love that she's getting so much visibility. Uh, mm-hmm. Her adaptability, how she pivots. How she mm-hmm. transforms herself mm-hmm. so frequently, yeah. like Missy Elliott. I'm with. I see you, boo. Uh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and say I can't stand the rain. <laughs> come on, Missy. Shout out to Tina. Yeah, it's my window. Fly. It's my window. Shout out to Tina. Oh, come okay. Super duper fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna choose Queen Latifah. I love Missy, so I'm a huge Missy fan. But I really like Queen Latifah because, to me, Queen Latifah, like the way she extended her career, she, yeah. the rapping, yeah. the acting, the like uh, jazz music, Broadway, yeah. like like Queen yeah. Latifah, like really, like her and Ice Cube to me are like they're they're yeah. very yeah. on with what they what they've done for like hip hop to me yeah. and like yeah. and mainstream pop culture as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then you gotta put LL and Will and LL and LL Cool J, yeah, and Will Smith. When uh, when when Queen Latifah did Ursula Broadway for the Little Mermaid thing, I was like, "Yo, do your goddamn thing," because she was on it. Like, if you haven't watched that clip of her being Ursula, check it out because she she was out. Oh, look at it. She wore that. Awesome. Last one, last one, I promise. Gratitude journaling or deep breathing exercises? This is our last one. (laughs) (laughs) This is a good show, right? Y'all wanted a good show. This is a good show. This is a good show. I'm picking both. I'm picking both. Do your deep breathing exercise right before you do your gratitude journal. You can't pick both. You got to pick one. I'm gonna give you some time to think. I'm gonna go ahead and choose mine. I'm gonna say breathing, mm-hmm. um, because deep breathing can be done anytime, anywhere, by anyone. It is so mm-hmm. accessible, and the way it impacts the body physiologically instantaneously is mm-hmm. probably one of the most powerful forms of mindfulness because it's something that we can all do, regardless of how much money we got. Doing, I'm gonna say breathing. 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 Which one you got? Got to choose. Um, I'm going. I'm gonna go gratitude journal. I'm gonna go gratitude journal. Okay. Should be different from David mostly, but because (laughs) um, gratitude and gratitude journaling have absolutely changed my life. Like with, Mm -hmm. I can't even like like undisputed um, change my life and the way I saw my life. Um, My daughter and I have a nightly gratitude practice before we go to bed. To name something that we were grateful for from the day, um, mm-hmm. like the yeah, the gratitude, the deeply 
grounding ourselves in, in gratitude so that it can expand so we can get mm-hmm. more of that goodness. Mm-hmm. I'm about that. Perfect. Perfect. Well, this is the end of episode 71 of the Perfect Blend podcast. I want to say thank you to you, Sonya, and you, David. Thank you for sharing space with me this afternoon. I I know we're all super, super busy, so it's such an honor to have you here. Thank y'all for staying in contact with me and, like, wanting to be here. Like, it's it's genuinely an honor because in the podcast game, it'd be a little tough sometime with with collaboration, so (laughs) I've been burned a few times in this, you know, so, (laughs) so yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing space and being here. I'm sorry, what you say? Yes. And we're going to see you on ours very, very soon. Call me. Look, I'm going to be waiting for that call, okay? That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much, Clee, for having us, for being patient with us, mm-hmm. um, and for bringing this. Your podcast is beautiful, and I'm grateful to be a part of it. And thank you again, Pam G, for being Connected Tissue. That's yes. And for your and Best it. Queen Award, boo. Yes. And also, too, we're going to give a Yes Queen Award to Roxy because Roxy connected me to Pam, their friends. So I have a friend named Roxy. So, Roxy, shout out to you today because Roxy was like, hey, I have some people who I think would be good on your show. Yes, so, Roxy nice. made that connection to me and Pam. Hey, and Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. Yes, shout out to my Roxy. <laughs> yeah. let's, 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 you, you better be demonstrating the power of community. Yeah. No, Roxy literally DM'd me and, like, randomly. She was like, some people I think would be good for your show. And I, it was so random. It was so random. I love it. I love it. Yes. So thank y'all thank for coming so on. And I'm going to go ahead and stop recording. And wait, before we go, make sure you all um, subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Republic. I'm available on nine platforms. Also follow me on YouTube at Khalif Now, at Instagram at Khalif Now, and Twitter at the same handle. That's Khalif Now. That's K-A-L-E-E-F-N-O-W. Um, and also Sonya and Russell. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Damn it. Sonya and David. <laughs> I keep wanting to say I'm a mess. I'm so sorry. Sonya and David, can you share your social media um, channels? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, on everywhere we're blackfulness. Make sure you spell it right. B L A C K F U L L two L's. Come yes. through branding. Um, yes. That's right. And at the mm-hmm. on Instagram we're the blackfulness. Um, mm-hmm. Other every place else you can just look up blackfulness and you'll find us. And mindfulness. Yeah. And our podcast is called Mindfulness for the Culture, and it can also be found on all the ways you podcast, um, just Thank like Khalif. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Republic, Podbean, perfect. Also, too, you guys, go download the Blackfulness app in the iTunes store and the Google Podcast store. We have to support each other. That's right. We have a goal of 250,000 people by the end of 2024. Get that. Get that. that. And we're out. Thank Thank you so much. much. Y'all stay on as I press stop, okay?